Welcome to Blessings in Christ. I'm Scott Roberts. Blessings in Christ is also the Church of Christ, preaching the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, of he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. The Church of Christ is scriptural in name, Romans 16, 16, scriptural in origin, Colossians 1, 18, scriptural in doctrine, 1 Timothy 4, 16, and scriptural in practice, James 1 and 22. Our lesson today is by James Mills from the Baltimore, Ohio Church of Christ. He's bringing us a very inspirational lesson on live like you were dying. The sermon is based from a, a popular uh, Tim McGraw song, and uh, he actually converts this song into a lesson. You know, when you read in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 10, For we all must appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that every one of us receive the things done in his body according to what he hath done, whether it be good or whether it be bad. In Revelation 20 and 12, And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of the things written in the books according to their works. And the question that James asked every one of us, have we made preparation for death? Have we been baptized into Christ? Have we obeyed the gospel plan of salvation? Time is so short and all of us truly need to live like we were dying because we have no promise of tomorrow. So therefore we must make preparation, be born again and become a faithful Christian in the Lord's kingdom, the church of Christ. We hope that you enjoy the lesson today and please like us on Facebook. Thank you. It's good for us to be here today. Thank God, especially for allowing us to be here. And I invite you to uh, take your Bibles today and follow along with me as we study from God's Word. I'd like to start out with reading a list of the top 10, top 10 causes of death in the United States. Uh, number one being heart disease. Number two, cancer. Number three, COVID-19. Number four, accidents, whether it be from a fall, as uh, Sister June just experienced, uh, traffic deaths from automobile accidents, or poison. But number uh, four is accidents. Number five, stroke. Number six, chronic lower respiratory disease. Number seven, Alzheimer's. Number eight, diabetes. Number nine, liver disease. And number 10, kidney disease. I'd like for each and every one of us to take a minute and think of how you want to die. Take and choose from any of those top ten and you pick your choice how you would like to die. While you think about that, I want to talk a little bit about the inspiration for this sermon today. There was a song that was out a few years ago called Live Like You Were Dying. And there was a follow 
up to this song, or my follow-up, I call it, that was just put out recently. It's called Standing Room Only. And it talks about living your life to where at your funeral, there's going to be standing room only. So the first song I want to talk about this morning is called Live Like You Were Dying. And in the lyrics to this song, it starts out with, He said, I was in my early 40s with a lot of life before me, and a moment came that stopped me on a dime. So what happened, this man in his 40s thought that he had a lot of life left, right? In his mind, he was not thinking about death. But he was thinking about life. He was thinking about living. And all of a sudden, a moment came that stopped everything on a dime. It immediately stopped his thought process. It says, I spent most of the next days looking at the x-rays, talking about the options, and talking what? About sweet. Time. In other words, his time was already coming to an end, right? This life in his 40s that he thought he had so much more left came to a stop all of a sudden. And now what? He's thinking, he's starting to, his thought process changes from this life, this long life that he's going to have to what? Well, I'm going to die, right? I'm going to die. So what are my options? What are my options? And what about the sweet time? The time that I have left? I ask him, it says, when it sank in that this might really be the real end. How does it hit you when you get that kind of news? Man, what did you do? He says, he asks, he says, what did you do? This morning I ask you, what would you do? What would you do if you were given the news that it's the end of your life? Well, you know what this man did? He says, I went skydiving. I went Rocky Mountain climbing. I went 2.7 seconds on a bull named Fu Manchu. I loved deeper, I spoke sweeter, and I gave forgiveness I'd been denied. And all this sounds great, right? But when this song first came out, and when I was listening to the words to this song, I'm thinking, wow, really? You know, you've just been given a diagnosis that you have a terminal illness and you're, going, you're about to die. And you want, you want to go ride a bull? You want to go climb a mountain? You know, that's the last thing that I would be thinking about. Sure, that's great. That's great that you want to go climb a mountain. You want to go ride a bull. But that shouldn't be the first thing that you think about when you realize that you're about to breathe your last breath, right? So I listened on to the song. And if you listen on to the next verse, we see, He said, I was finally the husband 
that most of the time I wasn't. I became a friend a friend would like to have. And all of a sudden, going fishing wasn't such an imposition. And I went three times. That year I lost my dad. Well, he says, I finally read the good book. It took him a while, right? After he rode a bull, climbed a mountain, he went fishing, then you know what? He wakes up. He says, I finally read the good book. He finally opened the Word of God. Finally. And I took a good, long, hard look at what I do if I could do it all again. Like tomorrow was a gift. And you've got eternity to think about what you'd do with it. Do you have an answer of how you want to die out of those top ten? The sad news is you don't have a choice. We don't get to pick and choose how we're going to die. Only God knows what's going to take us out of this world. The other sad news is you are dying. I am dying right now. We don't need to go to a family doctor to get looked at to tell us that we are dying, brothers and sisters. God told us in His Word, Hebrews 9.27, And as it is appointed unto man once to die, then why after this the judgment? God has told you and God has told me that you are going to die. Why wait? Why wait for a doctor to tell you that you're dying when God has already told you that you're dying? So what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? Knowing that today might be your last day. Knowing that you may be breathing your last breath right now. What are you going to do about it? Well, most of the time it takes us getting shook up, right? Before you wake up, just as this man in this song, after he thought he had a long life ahead of him, but after the doctor said, this might be the end, he woke up, right? And he started what thinking about what he needed to do before he died. He finally opened the good book. The sad thing about it is, is it takes a waking, a shaking up for us to think spiritual thoughts rather than the thoughts of this world, right? How are you going to deal with these last breaths that you're about to take? I hope and pray that it would be spiritual thoughts. Because there's nothing more important, not riding a bull, climbing a mountain, going fishing, there's nothing more important than your soul. Jesus told us over in the book of Mark, chapter 8, verses 36 beginning, 
For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. You need to start thinking spiritual thoughts. Think about your soul. There's nothing more important than your soul. And this morning, I am telling you, just as God did, that you are dying. Every breath that you take is closer to the end. We better start thinking about our soul. Not cars, not houses, not money, not riding bulls, riding motorcycles, going fishing, going golfing, going hunting. It's our soul. It's our soul we need to think about in 1 John. 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh... The lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but what is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. This world is going to pass away. And all the things of this world will pass away. And if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. Your soul is at stake, brothers and sisters. If this is your last day and you're about to breathe your last breath, what are you going to think about? Are you going to worry about something that you didn't get done? Are you going to worry about something that you want to do before you die? Are you going to worry about your soul? First Peter chapter one. First Peter chapter one verses eighteen and nineteen. For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Think about salvation of that soul. And it's because of the precious blood of Jesus Christ gives us that chance to save our soul. Where's the appreciation? For God's only Son who came into this world and hung and died on the cross and bled and suffered. We appreciate someone for holding the door for us. We appreciate someone for buying us a cup of coffee. 
We show appreciation for any little thing that man will do. But Jesus died on the cross. Where's the appreciation? We need to appreciate what Christ done for us. And not take it lightly. Today may be your last day. You are dying. Every breath. John chapter 8. How are we going to save our soul? How are we going to save that soul? John chapter 8. Verse 24. Tells us that we need to believe. Believe in Jesus. I said therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins. For if ye believe not that I am he, ye shall die in your sins. Do you believe that Jesus Christ died for your sins? You need to show that appreciation for that blood that was shed for your sins. If you don't believe that, you will die in your sins. Not only after we believe so, after we believe in Jesus and we know that He is our Lord and Savior and He died for my sins, then you need to repent. We just brought a lesson on repentance, what repentance is. It is completely changing your thoughts your worldly thoughts, just as the man we talked about in the song, and what you need to turn your life around, and you need to be thinking of Jesus. Spiritual thoughts. In Luke chapter 13 and verse 3, I tell you, nay, but except ye repent, ye shall all what likewise perish. Just as believing, if we don't believe, then we will perish. Now, if we don't repent, we will all perish. You are dying. What are you going to do about it? Believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and died for your sins. Repent of your wickedness, the things that you are doing in this life that are worldly, Repent of that and say, I want to serve my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Then we need to confess Him in Matthew chapter 10. Confess that you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Don't be ashamed of that. Because you are dying, remember? Matthew chapter 10, verse 32 and 33 Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. Are you ready to confess that you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? Are you ready to change your life and repent 
You are dying and you're breathing your last breath. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? Then in Mark chapter 16 and verse 16, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Appreciate that Christ died on the cross for you. Believe that. Repent. Confess. And then be buried in that watery grave of baptism for the remission of sins. The doctor, the great physician, Jesus Christ. Listen, the great physician has told you you've been examined and he's told you you are dying. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do in your last breath that you're breathing? Are you going to think about your soul? Are you going to think about going golfing? Are you going to think about riding a bull? Are you going to think about taking a bike ride? Are you going to think about dancing with the star TV show? No. Are you going to think about making a TikTok? Oh, I want to do my last TikTok before I die. Are you going to think about your soul? It's going to spin just as this man said. I had a chance to think about eternity. Are you thinking about eternity? Are you thinking about just what you can do today? Revelations 2. Verse 10. After we have obeyed the gospel, then we need to think about being faithful unto death. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death. And I will give thee what? A crown of life. That's what we need. You are dying, taking your last breath. And you've been told that you can have a crown of life, brothers and sisters. Be faithful unto death. And we will receive a crown of life. Be with the Lord forever and ever. Sing praises to God. Worship. Nothing but serving for eternity. Not just today. Not just a week of it. Not just a month of it. A year of it. Forever and ever. Hebrews 9.27 is appointed unto us to die, but then what it say? There's going to be a judgment. There's going to be a judgment. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. We must all stand. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things done in his body. 
according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. You are dying, taking your last breath, and you know what? You're going to stand on a day of judgment and you're going to be judged according to the works done in this body. This body. And it says it doesn't matter if it's good or bad, you're still going to be judged. That's what we might be thinking about, right? If you're told you're breathing your last breath, maybe you'll think about judgment then, right? And knowing that we're going to be judged, listen, knowing that you're going to be judged, you might start thinking about how you live your life, right? As a Christian, after we have obeyed the gospel, and we realize that there's going to be a day that we're going to be judged, we're going to stand before God in a day of judgment. And we're going to answer for the things that we've done in this body. You're breathing your last breath. How are you going to deal with that? We might start thinking more about our relationship with God. Sometimes it takes tragedy. It takes bad news to wake us up. Wake you up. And then a light clicks on and you're like, oh, really? Really? Yes, you're going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. So, maybe you start thinking about your relationship you have with God. What about prayer? Maybe we should pray a little more, right? How many times do you pray every day? How many times do you pray a week? Your relationship with God matters because you are dying. You are taking your last breath now. Do you want to talk to God in your last day? I do. Do you want to speak to God as you're breathing your last breath right now? Philippians chapter 4. Turn over with me to Philippians Chapter 4, and we'll read verses, <clears throat> excuse me, 4 through 6. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, notice, in everything, by prayer and supplication, what? With thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God. Are you thankful to God? Are you praying to God? Giving Him thanks for everything in your life. Thankful. Thankful for our Lord and Savior. Thankful for the breaths that you breathe right now. Thankful for the food that He's putting on your table. Thankful in prayer and supplication, always. Everything it says. Not just pick and choose what we want to thank God for. Pick and choose when we want to go and pray to God. 
Not when we realize that there's something bad about to happen or something bad has happened in my life. Then all of a sudden, oh, I, I want to know God now. Oh, He's my friend. Oh yeah, God, yeah. He's my friend because I need Him right now. You are dying. You are dying, brothers and sisters. Pray to God. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. And everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Pray without ceasing. You're breathing your last breath. Maybe you should start thinking about studying God's Word more. Right? We've got time to do so many other things, but even an hour of our day, we don't want to give to God. To study His Word. Read His Word. Dive into the Scriptures. Understand your relationship. This is a relationship. A Christian has a relationship with God. Don't you want to read? Don't you want to study about your best friend? Study the Word of God. You're breathing your last breath. Why aren't you wanting to read the Scripture? Study God's Word. Knowing that you're dying.